Alafia, my stay in power people. What's up? My name is Ia Katora, aka the Priestess Diva, coming at you. And it is Manifestation Monday. We don't do Manic Mondays on this channel. Now, I want to get straight into the message today. I got it last week, actually, and it has been building and building on itself for the weekend, so I'm really excited about sharing with you today. Many of the breakdowns in relationships that I have been counseling people about recently have been due to starting off right at the beginning of their relationship with very simple but critical miscommunications. We actually miscommunicate a lot and often quite intentionally, especially in the beginning of our relationships. Because one, we all believe we know what is being said or implied in in these initial conversations. Two, it is just easier to allow these miscommunications to go on We don't really think of them as a big deal because we want to keep things moving forward and give things a chance, quote unquote. And three, we really don't want to get too deep or speak out of turn by saying something that may be unexpected or too thought provoking in the beginning for fear of uh, shutting down or harming of the new and very fragile connection that we have with someone when we first meet them. It is this very beginning stage where we have to have the most courage. Courage doesn't usually um, go hand in hand with attraction. (laughs) Um, And I'm not talking about the fire that we have to run out and get what we want. I'm talking about the courage to really say what is in the background, what is truly in our heart of hearts and in our minds concerning some of the things that people may ask us. We will keep it light. We'll say things um, that are very superficial so that we don't, you know, uh, kill something before it starts, so to speak. So when someone makes an initial contact with you, with some kind of an offer to get to know you or proposition you in some way for an intimate exchange beyond the, what appears to be a courage and fearlessness that Um, goes on in the beginning, the bravado to just get what you want, to go after what you like, to let someone know that you're attracted to them, there is often a deep underlying fear that is getting into the connection. This culture of avoidance is the root of most relationships crumbling after a short period of time or even a long period of time because the literal foundation is based on partial truths and half lies. Now, 
let's take a look at a few simple initial contact statements, which may seem innocent enough. Then we're going to go over what the usual responses are to that, to be affirming, um, to letting someone know that we are, you know, agreeing and interested in moving forward and how those very innocent responses to those very innocent um, initial statements or offers are very misleading and give both parties a false sense of security that can ultimately lead ultimately lead to heartbreak due to the crash and burn of the illusion that they were both building from the beginning. Oh, one more thing. Before I go over the statements, if you are a person who considers themselves a deep thinker, very introspective, philosophical thinker, a healer, a teacher, an earth angel, a light worker, if you're um, a priest, if you're just a spiritual person that you really feel um, like you have some type of mission in this lifetime, a destined mission that you have to carry out, what I have to say is even more true for you. Why? Because we in that category have a tendency and have a tendency to live a real double life. There are some things that we want to quote take things deeper um, about, and there are other things where we want to. Other times, we want to keep things light because we don't want to miss out. Okay, so if you're in that category, this is even more true for you. Let's go over three quick ones. Number one, are you married? Sounds like a simple question, right? Either you're married or you're not. That's how we think. But now let's just think about what a marriage really is. A marriage is a spiritual union. And if you're a person who believes themselves to be very intimately involved with spirit, you have a spirit-led life, you move with spirit, your ancestors are speaking to you, you're open to the universe's instruction, and that's how you govern your life, consider that perhaps you treat spirit as if it is... It is a marriage. That relationship with spirit that you have is truly a spiritual union. It is akin to a marriage because it has that much significance and weight in your moment-to-moment daily decision-making, okay? And you even relate to spirit or you even go to the universe and ask ask spirit, manifest, try to manifest the kind of partners that you want. So when somebody asks you, are you married? And you, in your visceral response is, no, I'm not married. What you're speaking to is that you are not legally in a bonded relationship with a particular person. 
But the reality is you are in fact inside in a relationship that is going to affect every single connection that you agree to being in. And that person doesn't know that unless you say that, unless you say so. So when someone asks you, are you married? You could just say no and keep it moving. Or you could pause and say, well, I'm not in a legal connection with anyone because that's a truth. That may be a truthful statement, but, and that's going to get a question kind of look on someone's face. But if they ask, well, what do you mean by that? You're being really specific. That is going to give you the the opportunity to be more clear that the way that you function in your life is as if you are in a marriage with spirit. You consult that um, relationship. You use, you draw from that relationship for everything. And you don't make decisions without that um, knowing, that assurance, that level of comfort with spirit. We don't make decisions unless you have that. And anyone that wants to be in a relationship with you needs to be clear that your spiritual connection to the universe is just that significant. Why? Because they're going to want to know how much influence they can have on you, how much power they can have in that relationship. They want to know if you're the only one that they have to deal with or consider or try to persuade to get to do things that they want. And I'm not saying that this is a bad thing, but it establishes where the power lies right in the beginning. Do you get it? Do you hear me? When someone hears that you are in a a relationship that you're acknowledges acknowledging as significant enough for it to be a factor in how you make decisions, it's going to give the person who's pursuing you pause, pause on all the things that they know that they want to have power and control and influence over and think to themselves that maybe they may not have that. It's going to, it's an ego check right in the beginning at the first, in the first conversation. Now you may decide that that's too much. You may decide that that's, you know, um, going to kill the connection. But is it true? Is it a true statement? And if the if you don't say that, if a person doesn't know that, are you really giving them by saying, oh, I'm not married and passing it off, dismissing it as, the, yeah, like basically there's nothing in the way of you having what you want. That's how... Most people take that statement because in their mind, that's the only obstacle that they have to getting the things that they want to pursue with you. If you say you're married, there's no chance for them to get what they want. If you say that, if or rather, if you're not married, they can get whatever they want. They have at least a chance to get it. If you say you are married, they think, uh-uh, can't get it. But if they're, if you're clear that even though you are not in a legal connection with someone there is still something that this person is going to have to contend with, then you'll know whether or not they're built for it, whether or not they're willing, whether or not they understand it for themselves. 
because they're walking the same way. And that gives them an opportunity to share with you that it's that you both are in the same positioning concerning spirit. And now you've established a completely different dynamic because you leave it open to tell the, the whole truth and not just dismiss the fact that because you're not in a con- legal connection with another person, that there isn't something else that may bear on the relationship that may temper a person's ability to just plow forward and get what they want from you. Can you dig that? Okay. Now, number two, are you single? (laughs) You know, let me just be very straight and say, nobody's plural. Nobody's single. Everybody's plural. Okay. Now, I could justify that in a lot of ways, but I'm not going to do that in this particular podcast. I'm just going to say, if you meditate on this for a moment with you about yourself and the other people that you know, you will recognize that you are plural, not singular. So if you know that, it's kind of a funny thing when someone asks if you're single, because what they want to know is if you, again, have someone else that they will have to you know, um, factor in their ability to get what they want. But what you want to want them to be clear about and also to be clear about with yourself is that, you know, I'm not single. I'm actually plural. And whatever we talk about today, I'm going to have to take some time and actually deliberate with myself, uh, with all of myself about it. Because if I don't, I may be one way today with you and then decide, uh, not really feeling it, whatever. And tomorrow I may ghost you and not call you back or not talk to you or not be interested. And I may pass that off as a, well, I'm just not interested anymore. I'm just not in a good mood or you just did something or said something and the energy was just quote unquote off. But really you didn't give yourself a chance to deliberate with all of yourselves as to whether or not all of you were in agreement with allowing this connection to go forward. Okay. Now I can say a lot more about that, but that's for another time. I will just say the answer I'm plural is a whole lot more honest than I'm singular. Finally, number three, number three is (laughs) real funny. Okay. Are you available? Now, most people would say, yeah, I'm available because it's kind of a yeah, but you're waiting for the person to say what they want you to be available for, right? That one usually has some type of a, hmm, yeah, I'm available in, in some kind of ways. That's the one that we get real clear that there's something else that we want to be clear about with the other person before we can really invest more into the connect, into the initial connection and conversation, Right. Um, so available is one of those words where we're like, ah, let me take a pause on that and, and listen further. I'm going to say, yeah, but I'm going to say, yeah, mm-hmm, in a way that lets them know that I need to hear more. Okay. This is the one thing, one statement that we give some pause to and clue a person in that there's something else going on. They're going to have to give us more information, but while we're waiting for them to give us more information, What really should be happening is that we should be clear about what we're available for. 
you may not be available for every, everything. So instead of waiting for someone to tell you what they're, what they want from you, you can just say, you know, I am available for some things, not everything. Because that already makes them clear that you are aware of what you're not going to tolerate, what you're not going to agree to. And that will give them pause. Stay in power, people. Look, the bottom line is spirit is asking us to take the opportunity of the very vulnerable and sensitive nature of a beginning connection of the beginning of a connection to get clear and set the tone for what the truth is, the truth of who you are, the truth of what, what, what's available, the truth of what you're open for, um, the truth of who you are. Let people have a clearer understanding of what they're, um, coming into because maybe right at the beginning, they'll decide that they're not for it. They'll decide that it's too much or they don't want to bother And that is actually a protection for you. Get used to allowing the universe to provide you with protection by way of people rejecting your truth when you speak it. I'm not saying that you have to use all the language that I use today, but the point is that you think Really think about how you answer those initial questions and give yourself a genuine opportunity to start off letting people know that you are in your power and that you're giving them an opportunity to establish themselves being in power with you. That's going to be a strong connection. It will make all the difference. Don't be afraid of shutting down something in the beginning, especially if it's not going to work. I love y'all. Stay in power. Peace.